Good day once again. We're back on Expat Ops. Uh, today is March 19th in Singapore. It should be March 19th all over the world almost. I think the West Coast is probably still it's March 18th. Um, I'm glad that you are tuning in. Uh, I just wanted to share uh, yeah, just something that I came across today. So today a... A survey came out from the Economist Intelligence Unit talking that their survey of the Worldwide Cost of Living Survey. Um, and what they're saying is that they've named three of the top, well, so there's a t- so they rank cost of living price, cost of living around the world um, as a, like, uh, they compare cost of livings for across the world and what showed up for the it's so it's conducted every six months so it's semi-annually and um singapore where i live has been known to be at uh the top of the top of the list almost always or, or at least like for the past like four to five year five years i believe so this year singapore did not fail to be at the top but it's also tied with Hong Kong and Paris. So Paris, Hong Kong, and Singapore have been named by the uh, Economist Intelligence Unit's Worldwide Cost of Living Survey to be the most expensive cities in the world. And the reason I want to, you know, discuss this is because, you know, I'm a again a, the purpose of this podcast is to promote and you know have people like intelligently like discuss and determine what they can do by what with the skills that they have to go elsewhere and thrive so when sort of surveys and articles like these come out i think like people make it a little bit um taken aback to say oh you know like the cost of living so high there da, 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 da. it's gonna be um you know it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to survive there now, I can't talk about Paris, but um, I, my wife is from Hong Kong. She's lived there. She lived there for about 12 years. I've, I live in Singapore. I've been here for, you know, two, two plus years prior I was in Canada. Um, and it's like in a super small city. So let's just talk about Singapore and Hong Kong. I will talk about Singapore because I know about this most. So... As with everywhere in the world, you can get anything you want in what anything you want you can get it at a specific budget. Singapore is no no is no different. If you want to get a cheap meal, an inexpensive meal, and live on a lower budget per month, you can. If you want to get a lower rent, you can. If you want to get uh, like if you want to commute in different you know. It, it, if you want to commute, you can take public transportation as opposed to taxis. Now, the re- the caveat, one of the reasons I think um, Singapore go- is always at the top of these lists is because the cost of certain things are very expensive in Singapore, specifically and probably primarily a car, a vehicle. So 
let's i'm just going to give a example right so in from what I, from from my experience you could buy like a new let's say honda civic um in north america probably parts of europe for the equivalent of about you know anywhere from 20 to 30,000 um let's say let's say 25 let's say 20,000 us dollars let's say at the top end like you know even if you want to say like 30,000 uh canadian dollars um now the same civic that you would the same civic the same specs or whatever of the car you'd probably pay 100 grand for over here and that sucks right <laughs> like that's like so it's like super eye popping where when you first see um when you first hear about these prices um the other thing with a vehicle in singapore is that you can, like if you you can't own a car like by law or whatever you need, whenever you buy a car you have to get what's called a certificate of entitlement so it's a coe that's one of the factors that actually adds to the va- the price of the car rather um and also at the end so the coe you buy when you buy the car whether it's new or used is valid up to 10 years so up to so example like an example would be you the oldest one like the oldest cars that you would have on the road with an original coe would be from 2009 so at the end of the 10 years at the end of the coe you have to scrap the vehicle or you have to pay for another coe to maintain the car on the road so now a lot of people are just like well i can either pay for another coe keep my you know 2009 civic on the road or i can trade the car in sell the car for like a scrap value and they use that money to buy a new car and have like a you know 2019 car as opposed to 2009 car obviously you're gonna you're perpetuating the car like car loans and you know you're gonna have to buy a new car but you don't have to deal with like a 10 year old car um so that so vehicles yes definitely it's a super it's a it's super shitty in singapore to have a vehicle um but you know we live in 2019 there are so it's no longer uber so everyone knows uber um in singapore and southeast asia um there's a company called grab grab actually bought the southeast asia operations of uber um i think it would have been about a year and a half ago so same principle um you hail a car on your phone and then it comes picks you up and everything in singapore is like about you know 15 20 minute drive away so you don't need to worry too much about public about that sort of about getting places like in that way so you don't need to have a car is what i'm trying to say you can also take a bus which is like super inexpensive so maybe like maximum two bucks 250 you know to go from one end of the island to another so that so the vehicle if you if you were to not get a car you can decrease your budget significantly one of the other factors would probably like which is one of the other factors that's probably high that ranks singapore high on the list is real estate so like housing um and i'll talk i'll talk a little bit about hong kong as well in this aspect because um no matter where you go in the world, rent is almost always your biggest expense. So no doubt, um, real estate in Singapore um, is a lot like is, is significantly higher compared to you know other metropolitans. That being said, 
as it ties in with being an expat or like being like going to another country and working, you have to think about it. These countries that have a high cost of living also you get remunerated like higher. So you get paid higher, right? I'm gonna I'll just give a super simple example. And this is the this is one of the things that I thought um like I evaluated in my head before before um you know moving from Canada to Singapore. So let's say you're in uh you know a decent sized city or whatever and let's say um you know in Toronto or whatever. Um and you're gonna be making actually probably Toronto is not a good example. I'll give you about Fredericks and New Brunswick. So Fredericton, New Brunswick, let's say you're making $50,000 a month, a year, sorry, $50,000 a year. And your, and all of your expenses added up is 50% of your annual revenue. So, you know, 50% of 50,000 is 25,000. So you can save $25,000. All right. Now take that same sort of approach. With a place in of a higher cost of living, let's say all things, let's say everything is doubled. So when you go, so you're making $50,000 in Canada, you're going to be making $100,000 in Singapore. Your annual expenses in um, in Canada were 50%. Same, so that was $25,000. In Singapore, it'll be $50,000. Now, $100,000 minus $50,000 you're still saving $50,000. So dollar for like on a dollar basis, you're actually saving more. Even if your expenses are, are higher or your revenue is a little bit lower, your income is lower. The amount of dollars that you get in your pocket at the end of the day is still going to be higher compared to where you were with a lower income, lower revenue. So this is the way that I sort of justify it. There are a ton of other factors um that influence my decision in singapore which is one the weather two the taxes you know in, in canada and europe and to a certain extent in the u.s um taxes are pretty high um so a lot of the money that you make goes to the government or goes to like other other uh yeah it goes to the government when you're paying when you're either monthly or at the end of the year you do have taxes in singapore and in hong kong as well, they're significantly lower compared to uh, compared to other compared to other places. Now, I'm not a tax accountant, so and nor a tax advisor, so you should probably check with all your uh, your tax your tax people to get informed on that. But uh, yeah, I would say don't be dissuaded by these surveys that say you know the cost of living is too high. It's really expensive. You can make do with what you got. Now, I said I'd talk about Hong Kong a little bit. I don't know Hong Kong too much, um, but from what I gather, you will get paid like you'll get paid more in Hong Kong compared to Singapore, like a little bit more compared to uh, Singapore. Your rent will be pretty much the same, but the amount of space that you get will be a lot small. Uh, will be a lot less. So let's say you're paying um, three thousand dollars let's say 3000 uh, Singapore dollars for rent in Singapore, you'll probably get, um, you know, it ranges, but you'll get like a thousand plus square foot in Hong Kong. You're definitely not going to get, you're going to get less than a thousand foot, probably more along like 700, 800. And yeah, if, if, if you're okay and you got to understand 
their land scarce so they make the most efficient and best use of the space that they have so it's really actually like innovative and like incredible to see how they best make use of the space me personally i think it's a little bit crammed but from what i hear like you know you get used to it right like your your bathroom your bedroom or whatever a little bit smaller your entertain like your entertainment expenses actually tend to go up more in hong kong from what i understand because they're less inclined to do um, house parties or like having people or like inviting people over to their house because, you know, it gets crammed. So you tend to go out more. Sorry, I just remember one thing. Um, the other thing that I know or that I know firsthand in Singapore is that with regards to expenses, from what I understand, from what I see, if you want to be, if you want to have good values and like do good things, and I do values in air quotes, but do good things as opposed to bad things, you can live cheaply. If you want to do bad things or things that are bad for the environment, for yourself, um, you know, you have to pay up. Namely, uh, alcohol is super, super expensive here. Um, cigarettes, super expensive. Cars, super expensive. Um, yeah, like, but if you're gonna, if you're like a good person, like, I, you know, I don't, I don't mean it like, like, I mean, like, I drink or whatever. I used to smoke and everything. Like, um, so these sort of things, I don't mean it like in a, in a condescending way. But if you, like, you can live on a budget. Like, don't be too scared is what I'm trying to say. Don't be scared about what people, what the surveys are saying. You know, when you, when you, I, 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 when you read the headlines, you were like, oh, you look, get a little bit scared. You're like, oh, I'm happy, like, over here. You know, like I'm making good money or whatever. I can like get a mortgage, da, 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 da. like you know, all my friends are here or whatever. I implore you to check out and see what you can do. See what's out there because there's a ton of opportunity out there. And, you know, honestly, a lot, some of these big decisions, some of these decisions that you make, like you may not get them you, or these opportunities that you can <clears throat> can get may not come out in the future. So think about it. Don't be scared. <laughs> if you need any advice on like getting out of where you are, mustering up the courage, and uh, you know, sort of the, not, for lack of a better term, like a checklist that you need to, to ensure that you do before you move. Um, yeah, give me a ring, or like I don't know, feed me back on the comments or something. Okay, um, let me know if there's anything else that you want to hear. If not, I will speak to you tomorrow again. Thanks again. Have a great day. Bye bye.